Hey guys, it's the Fat Man here, um, where we get together and we talk about some NFL news. Uh, if you like what you hear here, go ahead and head on over to YouTube. We have a video we throw up. Uh, make sure you subscribe, turn on your notifications. And now, let's talk about some football. What's going on, everybody? This is Fat Man and the Hawk, and I'm the Hawk. Fuck Tom Brady. The real goat retired today. Here he is. Let's give him some tribute. Put some respect on that name. Joe Breeze announces his retirement today. Once again, say it loud, say it proud. Fuck Tom Brady. Now let's talk about some other shit there, uh, hockey boy. Uh, yes, uh, Drew Brees did announce his retirement. He retires first in yards, second in touchdowns, first in overall passing completions. Um, you know, it's uh, end of an era for a lot of fans. A lot of Saints fans probably very sad about this, but it is what it is. It was a very, very good career. Um, where do the Saints go now? It looks like they're signing Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill's already under contract, bud. Well, they're re- you mean Jameis? Or, or, uh, no, they're restructuring his contract to make it more uh, friendly for the team. That's oh, more, more, more team friendly? Anyway, outside of fuck Tom Brady and paying a little homage to Drew Brees, um, what's new in the world of uh, something everyone seems to love talking about these days? Uh, you know, the big trade of Russell Wilson. Oh, yes. We're hearing a lot of of sources uh, going around talking about how the Bears are heavily, heavily going after Russell Wilson. Um, I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff. Khalil Mack, a couple first rounders, all kinds of stuff that's just floating around on the Internet. Um, But in the same breath, we've got another source out there saying that Seattle is actually working on restructuring. Russell's contract to make that contract also more friendly for the team. So it's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, you know, for Seattle, the whole Russell Wilson thing. Like it's just all over the place. So I think if they're going to trade Russell Wilson, now would be the time. But by the sound of some of the reports that came out this morning, I, I was reading, I, I saw the same thing you did about them trying to restructure his uh, contract, trying to get him some, Offensive lineman, so he's in a little better position than old Patty Boy over there in Kansas City with no lineman left. Um, I don't know. I, I still would like to see uh, Russ go to Miami. We can give him the number three pick, number eighteen pick. You know, how do you say no to that? We'll get, we'll throw, we'll throw my boy Tua in too. You know, right? So you can go get a Russell jersey immediately. Um, I, I'd have a number three on my back that day, but. Yep. Uh, you know, that that's kind of the only way I would see it. If it does somehow happen, which it's not going to, but if it does happen, three first rounders, star player, probably a third rounder. I just don't and, know how, uh, I, I just don't know why everybody thinks the Bears are such a high player in, in the move for us. I don't know. Probably because they're going to sign like Alex Smith or something. Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like the, the big thing. Like it's just going everywhere. Uh, I guess. You know, Vegas took it off the books, and the favorite there was the Bears, and they were right about the last two trades with uh, uh, Wentz and uh, 
and uh, Matt Stafford, you know, they took it off the books and the favorite ended up uh, getting traded there. So I still, I still think that's why Dallas resigned Dak so they could send a uh, Dak and Zeke to Seattle for Russ. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not. You, get a, you, you get a star running back and quarterback. Uh, I think I take Rashad Penny with one leg over Ezekiel Elliott right now. And I like Zeke, but just not that much to say goodbye, Russ. Here we go. The the Closet Cowboys fans coming out again. Mahomes overrated. How so, bud? I'd I'd like to know, how is he overrated? All right. The Probably the second biggest news of the entire week is that Dak signed a huge contract for the Dallas Cowboys. How do you feel about that? Uh, I, I think it was way too much money, but with the the market that's out there, I understand it. Hopefully he bounces back from that injury and uh, plays up to that money. You know, I, I don't watch a lot of Cowboys games. So, you know, from what I could tell, he's decent. I don't – he's better than average. That's what I'd say. Yeah, uh, I definitely don't think he's worth 180 mil four years. Like that's 40 million, 42 million dollars a year. I think that's just no, <laughs> it's, no. Well, if it works out and the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, then he was worth every penny. You know what? If that happens, I'll eat the crow live. Ooh, big old plate full of shit ski. Yeah, I mean, 100%. I don't know. I I just think that Dallas needs a ton of pieces. Um, It feels like if you were to make this signing be in, like, some type of, like, win-now mode. Now, it is somewhat friendly, you know, that they're not going to be in cap hell a couple years down the road. That's fine. But at the same time, the way the market is, now you're just – Signing guys who can't win Super Bowls twice as much over a guy that does win Super Bowls. The only thing they need to do in Dallas is build that defense a little better. Mm-hmm. Somebody here put in the chat about is T.Y. going to Kansas City? Uh, uh, I don't. That's what I saw. I mean, I saw it earlier on one of the groups. It popped up. Does Kansas City have the money to pay him? I mean, even if they did, why would why would they go and get a wide receiver? Do they need one? Well, I think Sammy Watkins is a free agent, and so, one of their other receivers is a, <laughs> is a free agent. So all, so all they would have is Tyreek Hill. Well, they'd also have Mikhail Hardman, you know, and Travis Kelsey. They don't really need to sign T.Y. Hilton. If anything, they should probably – go after a couple of tackles since they decided to thin their offensive line. <clears throat> That's just my opinion on that. Um, they another, really thinned up their offensive line. Oh, yeah. Uh, another huge thing that's been kind of going around, something that I've seen, not sure if everybody else seen, but a possible Sam Darnold trade. Uh, it was rumored at first that 49ers were going to be a big player, but then it came out a little bit later that the 49ers weren't. But over a third of the NFL teams have contacted the Jets about Sam Darnold. I think the Jets should keep him. So we saw we saw what happened with Tannehill, right? 
Tannehill's in Miami with Gase, mm-hmm. was kind of trash, goes to Tennessee. And look, he's he's pretty good now. I'm a little butthurt that he's playing so well, but he's he's pretty mm-hmm. good now. Um stings a little. So if you're the Jets and you look at it and you say, Well, Adam Gase, hmm, well, Tannehill turned out to be all right after Gase left. I wonder mm-hmm. if Sam Darnold will be all right. We got a new head coach, we got Salah, so I, I would keep him. I and you know, I if I was the Jets, I'd probably draft that uh that offensive lineman, that Penny Sewell, to, to protect Arnold a little bit, get him going. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If I'm the Jets, I would also keep Sam Darnold. Being in the situation that that he's been in over the last few years, you know, got to consider Sam Darnold's been dealing with what Wat- Watson's been dealing with over one year, yep. like Sam. All every piece that Sam Darnold gets that's remotely decent gone. You know, best receiver is Jamison Crowder. That's, that's their course, best guy over there. And of course, I'm, I'm lobbying for the Jets to keep Sam Darnold because you know, got to win at least two games a year. Yeah, beat that, beat the snot out of that division rival. And if you're the Jets, you could trade out of that number two pick and get some more. The Jets need a lot of help. They could trade out of that number two pick. Somebody will. Probably give them a couple other picks for that for that move if they want to move up there and get a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, let's see uh, what we got. Let me read some comments here. Niners won't make a move. Jimmy G is their guy. They will draft somebody, and that's kind of like where I'm starting to lean towards. Uh, my favorite for the Niners quarterback situation was Kirk Cousins, at least after uh, uh, Matt Stafford went to the Rams. Um, but I'm starting to think that. You know, if they're going to get a guy, it's going to be through the draft. They're going to take their chance on Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, And, you know, I'm thinking that they definitely are going to have a quarterback situation over there. Um, I'm not 100% sold on Jimmy Garoppolo. It's not like – it's not a secret. And there was like a stat that came around – that was floating around that he was actually one of the better quarterbacks uh, throwing the deep ball, you know. And he's getting compared to guys that are throwing the ball over 20-plus yards 50, 60 times, and he's throwing the ball 29 times. You know, that's doesn't tell us that he can throw the ball outside. That's his problem. He doesn't throw the ball outside. You know, okay, cool. He completed 51% or something like that. Maybe it was a little higher. I'm probably underselling him. Maybe he completed a decent amount of those 29 throws, but you're only attempting it 29 times in a 16-game season. The only real knock on Jimmy G is he's always hurt. He can't stay healthy an entire season. That's really the only terrible thing you could say about him. He got, he took the Niners to, well, he was instrumental in the Niners going to the Super Bowl. The Niners could have won that Super Bowl. It's just, you know, Mahomes and the Chiefs turned on all Madden mode, and that was that. You know, uh, sure, but I, I felt like the offense just sputtering out the way it did. And, you know, Jimmy being called upon to make some huge throws, it didn't happen. You know, on top of, you know, the Chiefs offensive line getting away with complete murder on uh, Nick Bosa, that's that's the reason they lost. It wasn't even about the All Madden. It's just 
they kind of got a short end of the stick, in my opinion. <clears throat> You're right there, bud. Yeah, I'm great. Are you I'm all right good. there? I'm. I don't know. I might be battling the squirty butts here. Yep. So Jimmy G is not the 49ers answer. Um, you know, I like this one. Niners should draft Trey Lance. That's actually who I've got my eye on out of Trey like Lance, the quarter. He's not going to be there by the time the Niners get the pick. Mm, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe they, they, I mean, it's not like they don't have capital. They could draft them up, but that's if I'm the Niners or if I'm any team that's picking after number one, that's that's my guy. I like Trey, uh, Trey Lance a lot. You're not a Justin Fields guy? No. I'm not a Ohio State quarterback guy, period. <laughs> All right. All right. So a lot of uh, fun things with some notable signs and releases. Uh, one big one, too, is that Cam Newton – signed with the Patriots for another year. So we get to see Cam back there with Bill Belichick. And, that, and that's a pretty team-friendly contract. It's only one year. Um, it's $13.6 million, but $8.5 million of that's in incentives. So they're only paying him uh, $5.1. It's 3.5 is guaranteed. That's a That's a pretty cheap contract for Cam. Yeah, I mean, former MVP, former – Super Bowl appearance, you know, the, I don't know. I, 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 what I really like about the whole Cam Newton situation for New England is like how much fire he has. Like he really, really wants to get back out there. He wants to prove a lot of his haters wrong. Yeah. But they said the same shit last season. How'd that work out? Okay. Like, sure. Here, here's what I know as a fact. So, Early in the season, he got COVID, missed a couple games, came back, didn't look the same, had no offseason last year, really. This year, he has an offseason. He, he's more prepped for that offense, knows it a little bit better, so he might have a better year this year, but they're still going to lose to the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, spoken like a true AFC West fan or flat. AFC East fan. Like, I'm all backwards today. My you are, dude. You're, you're flat and sleepy. I'm definitely sleepy. I'm going a long time without it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think if the Patriots possibly make a move for a couple wide receivers, give them some help. Um, we've already talked about there's quite a few wide receivers out there. Maybe he doesn't have to do as much as he absolutely needs to, and he plays a lot better, you know. I think uh, yeah, I think Cam I think he's going to do just fine. Yeah. So here's another thing about the Chiefs. Chiefs already losing players, possibly three starters gone off their line. Two were hurt during Super Bowl, hence Mahomes running for his life. So I guess that's the response to why Mahomes is overrated. Um and all I'm going to say to that is MVP, Super Bowl ring, two Super Bowl appearances, three starting years. He has yet to be proven to be overrated. But I but I will say he's going to get hit a lot with no offensive linemen. So yep. that's the thing, right? So going into the Super Bowl, everyone was talking about how his, his tackles were hurt. And we've seen him running like a chicken with his head cut off that entire game. So how do they follow that up? 
after the embarrassment of the Super Bowl, how do they follow that up? Uh, let's cut our entire offensive line. Mm, bad move. Bad move. So you got Tyreek and you got Kelsey and Mahomes and whoever the hell the running back is going to – or Hilaire. Because I've seen Bell's probably going to be a free agent too. But you're not going to have anybody blocking for him. I was, at, I was looking at it earlier. I think it was on NFL.com, and it was, you know, both their tackles, both their guards, two of their centers. They're they're all up to be free agents. So depending on who they re-sign, they're, they're going to have a rough road ahead of them. All right, so what do we have here? New England's going to get him some weapons, like Fat Man said. He'll have a full offseason. He'll be a lot better next year. That's uh, talking about Cam Newton there. Yeah, I do believe he will be much better next season. I think he'll look more comfortable in that offense next season. Yeah. I just I just want a little reminder that some of the comments that we get, we don't get to see the names. So, uh, you know, that response to the uh, 49ers – or not the 49ers, the uh, Chiefs comment, I thought it was to the guy that said Mahomes was overrated. Oh. So just, just clarifying that out there. <clears throat> yeah, the only, way, the only way we can see it is – by actually watching on the Facebook page. That's why if you guys notice, I'm kind of looking off to the right here a lot because I have another screen set up, but it's hard to keep up with what's going on across three pages. I know I know the one I just talked about was uh, Casey had uh, brought that up. Yep. About New England getting weapons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. You, you know, they're one of the, what, top five best teams in the cap situation. Um, I don't know if you want to pull that up for everybody for them to see, but like uh, uh, I could get it ready here. That was that was from overthecap.com. I was looking at it earlier. Yeah, Hello. New England's in a really really good spot. Um, you know, Bill Belichick. We all we all know how good he is. You know. Oh, New England's got got a ton of money with the kid. They got like sixty eight mil, I think. Uh, Big John had mentioned it here somewhere. I think Big John said it was sixty eight million. Yeah, see that guys. I got a Dolphin fan to be like really happy to talk about New England now that Brady's not there. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> Forget though, like I don't, I don't, I don't hate Brady. I don't even hate the Patriots. They sucked for so long. It was nice to see him have a, a good run of dominance. When I was a kid, the Patriots were a laughing stock. Yeah. Yeah. So the yep. Patriots actually, the Patriots have sixty nine million. So here it is if anybody wants to see it. Um, Jaguars obviously have the most because they're the worst. And this is from over the cap. Uh, the Jets got a lot of money to spend, too. They, they got 68 mil. You know, they were also one of the worst, right? <laughs> yep. Chargers got a lot of money. Colts. And, you know, it's almost pointless to talk about uh, it's almost pointless to talk about the cap because by March 17th, everybody's going to come in under it anyway. Yeah. Uh, the Saints are definitely in a hole. That's why they've been making the moves to, you know, restructure their contract with uh, Taysom Hill. Which I know they, re they restructured Slant Boy too, saving them like almost $9 million. Yes. Uh, so and they're, they're still $9 million over. <laughs> so the Saints are $9.4 million over the cap still. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they're they're definitely trying to make moves to keep most of their key players. Uh, I'm definitely 
I'm definitely happy about the Taysom Hill thing. I, I don't know. I, I like Taysom Hill. You know, he's not traditional. You know, I like those type of quarterbacks, I guess. So somebody here has the Packers are in the hole. haha, shocker. Yeah, but it's only two million bucks. No, two point three million. And more Packers news made me sad. Bastards. Sad panda. Sad, sad, sad. Aaron Jones resigned with him. Four years, forty-eight mil. Got to that a little sooner than I wanted to, but we were talking about the Packers. Best part about that is I've had him hype about Aaron Jones possibly going to Miami since week six of the regular season. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was week six. And now his hopes and dreams have been crushed. Yeah, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I'm kind of used to it. So Has, uh, has my friend Steven, the Brady lover, would like to say, I, I'm I'm the, the president of the uh, SLC club. Yeah, uh, what is this? It's hilarious that the Aints gave him, gave Taysom Hill that much money. I think it's hilarious his contract was that big to begin with. 140 mil, you know, like that's shit. I didn't know he was getting paid that much. To be oh, honest. yeah, it's crazy, Mel. I, I agree with this one. Oh, uh, yeah. Guy, they got A.J. Dillon. Why would they feel the need to do that? Um, that's from Jacob. I don't know. I know it broke my heart. I, I was hoping to see him in a Dolphins jersey. Made me sad, but I, I just think it's just it. one of those. I think it's just one of those things where they just realized that they got someone's special. I think that Aaron Jones is, is a phenomenal talent. You know, he's he's great back going off back to back one thousand yard seasons. He catches the ball in the backfield well. Um, I think. <laughs> Uh, we'll comment this in a second there. Thanks, Harry, for that. Um, oh boy. <laughs> but um, anyways, uh, you, you know, Aaron Jones ha has been a very key player to their offense. Multiple two, three touchdown games. Um, you know, yeah, sure, it definitely helps. What's going on, JR? Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, sure, it, it definitely helps having Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, but I think that Aaron Jones is the way to go, and now you got somebody that you could trade, you know, with, uh, you know, A.J. Duck. But Packers make some crazy decisions drafting all the time, you know. We should be used to it by now, you know. <laughs> Can't uh, Aaron Rodgers getting traded to the Niners? I think the 49ers have a better chance of getting Jordan Love than they do Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I see zero chances in Aaron Rodgers being traded to the 49ers. Um, you know, like we've said before, if they're going to make a trade for anybody, I see uh, Kirk Cousins possibly. Um, you know, like Alex said before, they're most likely going to draft a guy. You know, every projection that we've had about the Niners possibly getting somebody that just seems like it's just not going to happen, you know. <laughs> Forget that. Should have drafted them. Oh, that's amazing. That is true. Definitely should have drafted Aaron Rodgers because he would still be your fucking quarterback. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Uh, so another another pretty notable signing was Levante David resigning with the Bucks for uh, two years, twenty five million bucks. That's a nice little chunk of change for two years. 
Yeah, I mean, sure, you know, and it kind of goes back to like Brady, you know, restructuring his contract. He's trying to make sure that caps aren't getting hit too hard. Like he's trying to keep all the pieces that help them get to the Super Bowl together. And I, you know what's great is that we are starting to see a little bit of a trend with Mahomes and Wilson starting to take little uh, cap friendly hits as well. So yeah, I think it's a good move there. You know, Bucks, Bucks are going to be tough. Just so Aaron, I. Aaron, I agree with you there. Adam Gase would be nothing without Peyton Manning. That's why I wonder how much um, how much of that was Peyton Manning and how little of it was Adam Gase. All the more reason supports my theory that Peyton Manning should be a coach somewhere. So if Adam Gase wouldn't exist without Peyton, how does he do with Jay Cutler? Did Jay Cutler carry him too? Is Cutler good enough? Like, I just don't think he's a head coach. I think the guy should be an offensive coordinator. I don't think that's too far out of the realm there. Just my opinion, you know. You can be a better coach. Jay Cutler Cutler was the most talented, never was, that I've seen. The most talented never was. Outside of chain smoker I've ever seen. Maybe outside of maybe – uh, the pothead, Josh Gordon. <laughs> you yeah. know that that guy. Who? What a waste of talent. Uh, we yeah. see it every time. So the big thing with Jay Cutler was he just didn't give a fuck. He had, you, we see what happened with a whole lot of talent and zero fucks to give. That's Jay Cutler in a nutshell. Oh yeah, I can't disagree with that at all. Um, anyways, we see it every time Niners smack the pack. What if they got Rodgers? They didn't. Oh, well, you know, and that's definitely a good way to see that. <clears throat> Biggest problem with so many players, they are me, me, me guys. One real reason why Brady always gets a solid team around him, willing to take less money. And uh, that's another thing I respect about Tom Brady. Fuck Tom Brady. I think he might have scared John and all our other Patriots fans away. They're like, screw this. I'm not taking it <laughs> no more. Right? Um, but yeah, you, you know, that that I agree with that statement. And, and a lot of it's not even all their fault. It's just the way the market goes. Like, Kirk Cousins is a huge player and why the market is the way they are. You know, taking, what, two, two franchise tags and then getting signed to his $84 million contract. And it's like everybody else is looking at that like, I'm not worth – Kirk Cousins money, you know, regardless of the fact that he has put up pretty decent stats, you know, over the last couple seasons. Josh Gordon wasn't just a pothead, and that's an understatement. He is a full-blown alcoholic addict, period. Um, Yeah, that all adds to him being and never was. <laughs> it all adds to me wanting to see him make a comeback being on Seattle for two freaking years and just never happening. I'm sad. Let's see. We didn't talk about uh, Mark Ingram going to the Texans either. Oh, yeah. That's another running back I missed out on. (laughs) I mean, he's a little aging. Um, I actually like this move. I think that the Texans are making some pretty good moves. Uh, They made a a trade with Miami. Um, Pretty friendly trade for them. Then they also 
you know, signed Gerksy and, and, and Mark Ingram. So, I mean, it looks like they're trending in the right direction, you know, considering that they were probably the laughing stock of moves over the last couple of years. Well, what trade with Miami are you talking about? Uh, let's see if I, I know I got I know I got one here. I don't know if you're talking about the same one. I'm I'm talking about uh, they traded Bernardrick McKinney to Miami for Shaq Lawson. That was pretty much a straight trade. And didn't they paper, switch picks too? They switched nope. picks too, didn't they? Nope. Oh, I That's what I like And uh, and on paper, it looks like Miami fleeced them again because McKinney has been to a Pro Bowl. He only played in four games last year, but the three seasons, the other three seasons, he had over 100 tackles. Shaq Lawson for them only had 32 tackles, four sacks, and 14 games. Yeah, so I thought only, uh, the only I Dolphins team I saw was, huh? I could have swore that move they swapped picks. I didn't. I didn't see anything about them swapping picks. Yeah, um, and then uh, they offered a tender to Nick Needham. Mm-hmm. That was last yeah. week. So. Not a terrible move with Ingram. I mean, I don't think so. I think he's got a lot left in the tank. Well, not not a crazy amount, but you know, he, he's definitely a decent player, especially with how much they're they're paying him. Freaking Facebook crashed on me. Oh no! Yeah, yeah I think it's crashing out on me a little bit here too. Oh yeah, um, it's a little tough today. I don't know, bud. Seems a little dead today. Oh yeah, it's definitely dead. No doubt about that. I'm dead. You're dead. Yeah, I had a long day yesterday. Yeah. But, hey, I'm still up for saying fuck Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. I want to try to find that uh, that trade that we were just talking about. So, Nick is hoping that Baltimore gets Antonio Brown. Jesus. I don't know. Going for me today. I don't know if that'll I don't I don't know if AB is gonna want to leave uh Tampa Bay, but hey yes, somebody agrees with me. Yes, here it is, here it is, here it is. Yes. Come on, guys. <laughs> don't influence them. <laughs> Fuck Tom Brady, like Antonio Brown was when he moved in with him. <laughs> Dropping the soap in the shower. Oh man. <clears throat> What are you trying to find? That Dolphins trade? Yeah, it's got me all messed um, up because I haven't I'll written find, down. You talk, I'll find it. Yeah, but I, I could have swore that they swapped draft picks too because it didn't look too bad for um, the Texans. And like I said, I, I really think that the Texans are starting to make a turnaround on their offseason acquisitions. So – where it helps the Texans is salary cap money. Yes. And to the person asking this, um, Jordan, no, I did not watch Trey Lance's pro day, um, but maybe the Hawk did. Yes. I, Lance fan. I, I haven't really done much homework on college players for the draft yet. That's why we haven't really talked about it yet. Yes. And I got to say that uh, he, he, Reminds me a lot of uh, Josh Allen. <clears throat> Biggest knock on him so far is that his accuracy is a little lower over the other guys, but I think that's I think he'll be all right. You know. <clears throat> well, if you remember, Josh Allen wasn't really. 
He wasn't accurate his first couple seasons. Yeah, I mean, last year was when he really last year was when he really turned it on. Now I know this morning this trade popped up in my news feed and I can't I cannot find it. Yeah, I know that's what where I'm it? having troubles. Oh uh, fucking! I hate what you. Stop talking Who, to me, NFL. Who's y'all top five coaches in the NFL right now? Uh, right now, uh, Belichick, Reed, probably Carroll, Sean McVay, and uh, Kyle Shanahan. Notice that they all went to the Super Bowl, <laughs> and at least some of them have wins. You know, Shanahan does not, but you know, probably should have. I'm not sold on Kyle Shanahan yet. The hell is wrong with you? Um, you don't you don't watch no Niners. I get it. But I live on the West Coast, remember? And you still don't watch no Niners. <laughs> You're right, I don't. <laughs> um, no, it's just he was with Atlanta when Atlanta gave up fucking what was it, 35 points in the Super Bowl? To 25, 28-3. You know, forgot how to run the fucking football when they're running on them the whole first half. We got a huge lead. Well, okay, let's stop running the ball. Don't drain the clock out. And then he fucking choked. He choked when we were in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, Zach Wilson is going to become a future star. I actually like Zach Wilson, too. Um, you know, I think we're going to talk about our – Top five quarterbacks in the draft, probably a different time, but you know I'm kind of leaning towards the Zach Wilson, the Trey Lance, the Trevor Lawrence over, you know, Mac Jones and 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 uh, <clears throat> Justin Fields, obviously. So that's where we're at. So yes, there was in that trade, that Dolphins trade, there was a swap of late round picks, but once Thanks. again, Miami fleeced the Texans because it doesn't say what picks they were. At least not that I could see. What's y'all predictions for top five best NFL teams next season? Um, See, I had, you know, in no specific order here. I got Rams, Bucks, um, Ravens, uh, Colts. I found my list, but if you want me to run through while you think about it. Yeah, I know. I have no clue where my list is. So I got – these are my five in order the way I put them. Bucks, Chiefs, Bills, Rams, Packers. Oh, yeah, that's the other team, the Packers. <laughs> and that was before the Packers re-signed Aaron Jones. Yeah. You know, I, I really like that sign. I don't care what anybody says. I don't think that sign is bad at all. Ooh, I like this uh I agree with this comment. Whoever made this comment, see if I can find it. I agree. I like Mike Tomlin more than Shanahan as well. Uh, so as a body of work, I agree. You know, if we're talking about like whose career is better, Tomlin's career is way better. But right now, I like Kyle better. You know, he's been to a the, the Super Bowl. There is a bold prediction right there for you. Chargers win West next year. That was Jordan again. I don't – I don't know. I don't see the – I definitely don't see the Chiefs falling down to seven and nine. You know, 
it's yes, they need to rebuild their offense or offensive line. Pretty much all they really need to do. Uh, I definitely don't see that equaling to a loss of six games. Now, do I see them falling a little bit? Absolutely. I see something more along the lines like 11 and 5, 10 and 6. I still see them winning the division. I do think that it's going to be a little tougher uh, with Vegas and, you know, somewhat with LA because I really like the moves that they're doing over there with Los, uh, in Los Angeles with Justin Herbert and all those other great things. So, yeah, that, that division will get tougher, but I still think that the Chiefs, at least for another year, in my mind, before everything falls apart, because it will, the contract's way too fat for it not to. It's going to. Um, definitely see the Chiefs at least for another year. <clears throat> I have Chiefs going 10-6, and six, Chargers 11-5. and five. I think that's a little better than the 7-9 and nine prediction. <clears throat> Mike Tomlin is the most overrated head coach of all time. He won with all of Bill Cowher's players. How many losing seasons has Mike Tomlin had, though? Was it was it Bill Cowher's players in 2010 when he won? Especially when the whole especially when the whole thing was imploding last year. Well, I mean, yeah. last year, the season, not last season, the season before last year was 11 and all the season before when Antonio Brown was acting a fool and Le'Veon Bell set out the entire season and Ben got hurt halfway through the season and he still went eight and eight. And, and he started two and six, finished the season six and two with Duck Hodges of all the most amazing quarterbacks I've ever seen right there. Duck Hodges still a starter, right? You know, like. I don't think that he's most overrated. I think he's very good. Uh, got a great resume, actually. I would throw John Harbaugh over Kyle Shanning as a coach. Right now, though, like, that's that was the question. Right now, who is my top five coaches? And I'm just going to give you the same answer. Like, if we were going to talk about body of work, I would say that John Harbaugh also has a better resume than Kyle Shanahan. But he was recently in a Super Bowl. He was recently a number one seed, and they got the worst injury bug I've ever seen of all time. You know, so that's basically my argument for Shanahan. You know, I do have him at five. It's not like I got him at one. I got him at five. Uh, we were talking about who our top five coaches were. Yeah, I, I think I didn't answer that question. Yeah, who you got? I I so I still put Belichick as one. Uh, the Candy Reed's got to be two. I I probably put Tomlin at three. I think Harbaugh's a good pick for four. Yeah, there you go. There's a guy I forgot about, Sean Payton. So Harbaugh. Harbaugh, Tomlin, Sean Payton, all over Kyle Shanahan right now. I'll have Super Bowl rings. All over Kyle Shanahan right now. The question was who had the better career? Yes. Who, okay, right okay, okay. Did the 49ers make the playoffs last year? Yeah. They went the, to the, 49ers, the 49ers were in the Super Bowl last year. Yes. Last season. Well, last no. season, 
no, no, not last season, but the year before. No, yes. So I've Never seen Tomlin do more with less. More with less. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't think so, bud. Yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody would have would have been yes, able to do I put them all ahead of Shanahan. I put them all ahead of Shanahan. I don't think so, man. Yep. Over there playing words over there to make trick me into saying like <laughs> try to make me look stupid. <laughs> it almost worked. Almost. Almost. <laughs> it, was almost it was good. It was good. Hey, it was a play of hey, words. Hey, you know what? You know what? Fuck Tom Brady. You love Tom Brady. What's <laughs> Kyle Shanahan's record without Jimmy G? It actually isn't good. You know, so <laughs> I'll give you that one. It's not good. It's a losing record, actually. But is it Jimmy G that's winning those games? Really? So we can't agree that they had one really terrible injury-ridden season last season. So, so you can clearly say that, yes, it's Jimmy G winning those games if Shanahan can't win without him. We definitely couldn't win the Super Bowl with uh, him making big-time throws, did he? That That's okay. a negative. That's a okay. negative ghostwriter. Yeah, I, I think that we could have there, – there could have been like 15 or 16 other quarterbacks on that offseason or on that offense, and they would have made the Super Bowl. It was just – they were built that well. I mean, they struck gold getting Nick Bosa. That defensive line was amazing. Well, that was John Lynch building it. Okay. <laughs> I definitely – you know, but, but I'm just saying the team is just so built, and the offense is good. They got great running game. I'm just being a jerk. It's okay. It's making it fun and entertaining at least. You know, it's been a little stale. I definitely think we're going to cut this at the one hour mark. Well, I don't, yeah, there, I mean, I'm kind of looking more forward to next week. There should be some, uh, some signings and, and important news happening next week with free agency kicking off. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, in the comments, somebody let us know. Uh, free agency starts on Wednesday, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. I call Kyle Shanahan, Kyle Choke, Chokehan, because he chokes in the biggest games. You know, like uh, I definitely, I can't. I got nothing for that. You know, he got two really, really big question marks for choking in big games, you know, the Atlanta game and, you know, that one. Of course, the Atlanta game wasn't all him, but still. Free agency begins this week. Yes. Yes, it does. Definitely. Uh, yeah, Dave, uh, I definitely want to cut it at the hour mark, bud. 100% want to cut it at the hour mark. It's been a long, long day for both of us. You know, we're still here, so – one hour mark. We're gonna cut it. Yeah, I had a well. Uh, let's see if everybody wants to come in. We'll get this thing fired up a little bit. See if everybody right, wants to join. Uh, he hasn't been to Super Bowl, so I can't put him ahead of him just yet. Okay, definitely agree. Tampering starts tomorrow. Wednesday starts the signing. The big free agents gone by Friday. Um. Lady in the chair, can we get an invite? Can we get a link? Yep. 
There you go. There you go. Yep, Dave's coming. Oh, yeah. We're going to have uh, Dave Clark, our Cleveland Browns fan, who actively get comes on. I think it's like five in a row now. Like he's almost always on. You should name it Fat Man, the Hawk, and the Brownie. <laughs> the Brownie. <sighs> Maybe he'll hey, live Fat in Man, Fat Man loves brownies. It wasn't too crazy this week. There wasn't. Here's you one. Know, we kept hearing how there was going to be a major. We know you've got your hands full at home. I'm... Of course. What do you have your hands full of? <laughs> it was an ad. Uh, Patriots agreed to trade offensive tackle Marcus Cannon to the Texans. This is one I didn't see. Yeah, I saw it earlier, but I was kind of like past. He was a he was a player that opted out last year, so that gives you a little bit of question mark there. What is he possibly? You know, hopefully he stayed in shape, and especially being an offensive tackle that took off an entire year. It makes you want to scratch your head there. Come on, buddy. He's an offensive tackle. He's sat around mm -hmm. and getting fat. Here we go. There's the brownie. How's it going, guys? What's up, Dave? Uh, I think Cleveland's like $26 million under the salary cap. Last I checked, Pittsburgh is $6 million under the cap. I know, Dave, you mentioned earlier that you said it really doesn't matter because all teams are going to be under the cap by Wednesday. Yeah, I hear what well, you're saying. By, by the 17th. They have to be under by the 17th. Yeah, that, yeah that's this Wednesday. But some teams are going to be a little close. You know, it just depends. I don't know. See, uh, they've been talking in Cleveland, 92-3, the fan. I don't know. With $26 million available, I don't know how much you want to utilize and um, save as your wiggle room. I mean, can, can the team benefit by – signing one explosive, let's say, edge rusher at $20 million and damn near use up what you have available, or would they be better signing four free agents at four different positions at $5 million apiece, spend $20 million on four different free agents that you spread around? Not that they're, you know, all pro elite caliber players, but that they're, you know, they're serviceable, serviceable players that are capable of starting and providing depth. So, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm hoping Cleveland's working on something that they haven't leaked out on the news that, that we can't guess and we can't, you know, figure out and translate. So right now, to be honest with you, you know, Dave, I couldn't help but hear how you said you – this is you, Dave. This isn't me. This is – I believe this it. This is Dave. This is Dave. This is what Dave Smith said. Dave Smith said at about the 35-minute tape mark, the Cleveland Browns will win the AFC North Division next year. Now I'm not, yep. I'm not, no comment. Yep. Okay, I've been saying but it. I will yep. say, Browns are winning the North. All right, I will say this: with the Cleveland Browns roster as it stands right now, and I know the roster. This is before free agency, and this is before our draft picks. The way the roster is right now, based on uh, our roster, Cleveland Browns talent on roster, this is a eight to nine win 
roster as is right now before free agency, before draft. And that's if they have a 16 game schedule and not a 17 game schedule. Um, now after free agency and after draft, if we do well, I might be on here a couple months from now telling you that, um, we have a, uh, 10 win to 11 win, uh, uh, schedule. So I don't know. I guess John took off. He's done, right? No, he'll be, he'll be back. I think he just stepped away for a minute. Okay. So, you know, we'll see how free agency goes. If we sign anybody significant, we won't know yet till Wednesday. What do you think about that? If you're 26 million under like Cleveland and you want to spend 20 million. So when you're all said and done, you're, you're 6 million under the cap. Would you spend $20 million on one explosive player that can make a difference as an edge rusher opposite side of Miles Garrett, or would you sign four different free agents that can start, that are capable starters? If I was spending that much money, I would spend it on the back end of your defense, on a good corner that can stop guys, and I would look at drafting a, an edge rusher because you can get them cheaper for a couple years. Then, then you agree with my theory. Take your twenty million and sign four different free agents with your twenty million instead of taking twenty million, just sign it one free agent. I yeah, because because you, you need more than uh, if, you, if you can get a guy on the back end. If you can get a corner around ten twelve mil, I think you absolutely do that because that's where it, the. Me watching it, it seems like that's where Cleveland is struggling, is in that secondary. So I, I would think I would rather see them grab a grab a corner or or a boomstick safety. Because that's gonna give that's gonna give your defensive line more time. I, I get it, you know, you want to edge rusher because you want to get to the quarterback quick. But part of it is being able to slow them receivers down long enough so that your your front guys can get to the quarterback. It goes both ways because there's a lot of quarterbacks out there that throw well under pressure anyway. They roll out, get away from them guys. I think you you want the back half to be ever be able to cover. Give those big boys up front an extra second. Uh, what type of edge rusher do you think would be available in the draft at number twenty six? That's where we're picking twenty six. What kind of an edge rusher is going to fall to us by the time by that by, by that time? Is there any left? Oh, I'm sure there is. You got to remember, there's. You don't have to dr draft an edge rusher in the top ten. I mean, you. We've seen it a lot of times. You can get edge rushers later in the draft. You rotate them guys, you'll be fine. What's going on with Olivier Vernon? Are they going to try and bring him back? No, no. Um, his contract was up. Plus, um, he's coming off that Achilles tendon injury, so we don't know. You know, they're not gonna they're not gonna sign him a new deal coming off a of blown blown Achilles tendon. We don't know how good he's gonna be. And we just, you know, we just had to we had to move on from him. That's that's just what it was. We might be able to get him on the cheap then. If he sits mm. around if he sits around out there and nobody nobody wants him, he might want to come back. Oh yeah. I mean after after 30 days, yeah, after your after your 30 day free agent period, yeah. But I don't I don't I don't even know if there's any well there's a couple good corners out there. Uh, I brought him up. Janoris Jenkins, he's still got a little bit left in him. Malcolm Butler. Maybe, you know, I could see paying one of those guys 10, 15 mil to, to try and help out your secondary. 
Well, you know, like I said, the roster as is, it's an eight and eight, nine and seven roster as is. Like I said, I don't, and I'll, and I'll repeat myself. I don't know if after free agency and after the draft, I'm going to be telling you, well, we look more like a 10 and six, 11 and five team. You know, we'll see how it goes. And last year, you got, you got to admit, last year, Cleveland overachieved. They had good coaching. They had some luck. Some some good some good things happened to us for once, and when we overachieved last year, I mean, last year's roster, if you're honest, with the defense we had, that was an eight and eight, nine and seven roster, you know, and it overachieved and and came out eleven and five due to good coaching and and some luck. So hopefully we'll have some luck again this year. Hopefully we'll uh, the good coaching will continue and teams won't be able to figure us out. But we all know that Cleveland can't keep winning games. 48 to 37 and um, 40, 49, 49 to 38. And you just, you know, you, when you think about it, that Monday night game against Baltimore that we lost 47 to 42, you would think that if your offense puts up 42 points, no matter who you're playing, you would think 42 points would be enough to win a game. So it's frustrating to say the least. And I don't rem- I don't forget those. I hope. Oh, I hold grudges against the Cleveland Browns organization. Well, it's not just it's not just the Browns that suffered from that. We've seen the Packers do that for years, where their offenses scoring points, but their defense can't stop anybody. You know, the the Chiefs too, man. Their defense ain't that good, but their offense can hit from anywhere. You know, we know Pittsburgh's going to have a rough go next year. I, I don't think it'll be a losing season, but we know they're going to have a rough go. And the Ravens, we we say it all the time. Lamar's just one hit away because he runs around too much. So for me, it stands to reason to think that the, the Browns could very easily win that division. Their offense is stacked. They just need some help on the defensive side of the ball. And like you said, I wouldn't be too worried about getting an edge rusher. I think you guys need linebackers and secondary help. I wouldn't be worried about another guy on the opposite uh, side of Miles Garrett. Well, for right now, they're set to go with B.J. Goodson at middle linebacker, and that's who we had starting the middle linebacker last year. So – Am I supposed to give them the benefit of the doubt that they can't, you know, I mean, sure, they could improve somewhere over B.J. Goodson, but do they think that, that you know, B.J. Goodson is going to continue to uh, progress as the middle linebacker and the quarterback of the defense, you know, calling the plays in the huddle, the uh, defensive huddle and, and the signal caller of the defense? So, I mean, they've got uh, – I hate to give them the benefit of the doubt, but I'm left with no choice but to do that. That I've got to, whatever decision they make, I've got to roll with it. I mean, I I, I bashed the Browns enough over the years. Yeah. So if they decide to the roll with that, I got to give them the benefit of the doubt that that's the best way to go for the organization. Um, time will tell. Yeah, he definitely gets uh. He definitely hears about Lamar Jackson too much. That's my fault. So, sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Well, honestly, don't you think there's a defense that's going to come up with a way that they're going to screw Lamar Jackson? They're going to contain him and they're going to force him to make throws in the pocket. And be honest, can Lamar Jackson sit comfortably in the pocket and make throws from sideline to sideline. Can he hit receivers outside the numbers? Ask yourself these questions and be honest. Yes. Yes. I was just going to say, that's a question for John. Yes, 
I watched his pro day. I've watched um, I've watched him play a lot of games. He's got an arm talent. And he's not he's not a bum at throwing the football, you know. And if you look at him in the red zone, he's only thrown one interception. It was an errant throw to a very very good play from a linebacker in the playoffs that picked that ball off. One interception. I think it's thirty-eight or thirty-nine touchdowns. Absolutely. Do I think this guy can be a pocket passer? He goes through his progressions. He makes smart reads. He doesn't have the talent at wide receiver to show what he could do throwing the football, so to speak. So he does a lot more with his legs. And you know, you brought up the Cleveland Brown game on Monday night, I believe, where they lost to the Ravens. A lot of that was Lamar Jackson making people think he was going to run so he could throw it over the top to Marquise Brown for a touchdown. I absolutely think this guy could throw the ball as well as run it. So I just – hey, Nick, man, if you're available and you'd like to come on, we'll put a link out there for you to click on. I'd love to get you in here and kind of – you're a big Ravens fan. Maybe you could talk about Lamar a little bit. Um, so John's not the only voice in the room really supporting him. We so need there. to get Nemo Crenshaw in here. I couldn't get Nemo in here. I've been tagging Nemo in. Yeah, he's um, here. How about you guys mentioned Jimmy Garoppolo earlier, uh, John? You mentioned that Garoppolo is is not the future of San Francisco. I agree. All right, I called that like last year, and I, I called that after I saw him uh, flop in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. All right, he's not. He, he's, he's, he's not somebody that's gonna gonna take your team all with the where you want to go. What so where do you see Garoppolo? If Garoppolo can stay healthy, I'm not trying to bash him with Garopp with what Garoppolo has. Okay, with what his capabilities are, if he can stay healthy, where's a good fit for him? Where's a good team for him to go and and, and start and contribute to that team, even if he's only going to get that team. Eight or nine wins, but uh, you, you know a somewhat respectable, um, respectable number, so to speak. I really feel like there is a couple of teams that possibly could give him a chance. Um, obviously, the Niners are going to. Um, I definitely can see him being a starter on the Chicago Bears. He could be a starter right now on. The Jacksonville Jaguars, he could be a starter on the New England Patriots because, you know, he just fits in that system. You know, uh, his he's, he's not a terrible quarterback. He just lacks the ability to throw the ball outside. Get Lamar a top five wide receiver in the league, and I bet he'll be a lot better thrower. He runs a lot because he has no good wide receivers. <clears throat> I think he also runs a lot because he does it well. You know, he got to be real. He he runs the ball well. You know, so I mean that's that's another that's another reason why he runs. But I mean, you know, he makes plays out of nothing. Uh, I I think New England's set to go with Cam Newton as a starter again, and I'm not going to count. Belichick and Cam Newton out. I mean, because as Cam might, I'm just trying to show respect to Cam Newton. I'm trying to show some respect for Belichick. I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, which I'm allowed to. I'm allowed to go by my gut feeling. You know, yeah, I'm not throwing facts. I'm just trying to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. Okay, encouragement. I'm giving Cam Newton and Bill Belichick a chance to uh, 
succeed, not win the Super Bowl. No, I mean, if we want to talk Super Bowl, everybody's on the Super Bowl level. I understand that. No, but definitely finish with a winning season, nine and seven at worst. Possibly get a number seven seed spot in the playoff, possibly win one playoff game, be one and done. I mean, I could see them going, you know, somewhere to that extent, possibly with, with Cam Newton. I'm not counting Belichick out. Belichick re-signed Newton for a reason. You know, maybe maybe Belichick's going to be better with the guy in the second year. And what amazes me is New England's got some $67 million under the cap. They all, they're always under the cap. They don't they don't spend tons of money on big-name free agents. Nemo Crenshaw's in Facebook jail. It just sent me a message. Thanks, Nemo. Yeah. I think he's listening to us. He just can't comment. <laughs> um, Maybe that's why I, it's so quiet. Nemo's not here talking smack. Uh, don't ever say it's dead on the podcast. Come on, guys. I was tagging people in there. Come on. That's not, what we, that's not what we meant. <laughs> Come on, guys. Not, 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 the, uh, not the usual batter we get in the chat. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, well, 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 wait a second. Now we we got we got the group staying on football. There's there's less of a fighting and 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 jawing back and forth, man. We're we're focused on football, which is good. You know, we're it's, we're it's uh, good. But I, I like there's there's, 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 there's less Jerry Springer show drama. I got the group. I got 32 NFL teams horizontal group. A little bit away from that 30 uh, that uh, Jerry Springer show drama. See, before you guys joined this group, I used to smoke up the drama. I used to get people fighting with each other. And now I, I changed my philosophy. I'm trying to just stay football. And football only, if possible. I mean, I don't care about the SmackDown and Smack Talk, but people going at it extremely hard. You know, the trash talk, yeah, that's, that's part of this. But anyways. Well, anyways, but, uh, there's Jordan Nick. There's Nico. Jordan. Nico's on here. The Jordan, had, ass. Jordan had mentioned coming in, but I don't. Uh, Leanne put the link up for him, but I he he hasn't came in yet. Yeah. Who's Jordan? Jordan who? Squealers. Um, Jordan Hanson. Uh, Davidson. Mike Tomlin next season. That's a bold prediction. There he is. Yeah, he didn't come up on mine. Oh, there he is. Hey, Jordan, welcome in. What's up, y'all? Thanks for you joining us. Yeah, I'll show you guys this Lamar. Made that decision. They last month. steps and fires. Do you remember that play? Yeah, he tried to go downfield and he got picked off. And the throw. Okay. Was, watch how bad he throws this. Here, we'll rewind it in slow-mo here. You've got one throw for me? There's he in the pocket. He's in the pocket. All right. Clean pocket. Look where that ball is. What is it? It's not even throw. Is this the same game he had over 300 total yards? This is the game he ran for like 
130. Up 39, but threw for up 179 with Marquise Brown having 100 yards. Yeah, he had it was the like, game. So he played pretty good, right? Yeah, but you and he to... won the game, right? So you took one bad play in the game, and they came over here and showed me but... one throw, and that's why Lamar Jackson's a bad quarterback. No, that listen, no, what you... makes a good quarterback no, is turning first downs and winning football games. Lamar Jackson does it not only with his arm, but with his legs as well. All right. So yes, he is a hybrid. Yes, he makes first downs in two different aspects. It is what it is. Everybody has bad plays. I can show you a bad throws of Tom Brady if yeah, I every, wanted to. Every quarterback has bad plays, but I see this a lot. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, you you see it a lot. Yes. How many times has Lamar Jackson finished a game with a perfect pass rating? How many times has he what? How many times has Lamar Jackson finished a game with a perfect pass rating? I don't know. Okay, so you took one throw when Lamar Jackson has two perfect games, two perfect full games. Okay, and how many times has he thrown for 300 yards? It doesn't matter how many times he's thrown. How many times has he gained over 300 yards of total offense throwing and running the ball? That's my point. You're saying he's a pocket passer. He's not a pocket I passer. I didn't say he was a pocket passer. I said that he could he could throw from the pocket. That was my exact words. Not consistent enough. How many times does he win the game compared to how many times he loses the game? Is he more of a winner than he is a loser? He wins because he's on is the Is he an team. MVP? Yes, I'll give him that. He, he is an MVP. Okay, but, so but an MVP is also a one year award. Is he not in the top five since he's been in the NFL starting as a quarterback in touchdown passes? Yes or no? I don't know. Yes, he is. With 62. Okay, but he's also a lot of that scheme, and that's a lot of the Well, it's a scheme, though, but it, it's not It's not a lot of it just being schemes. Lamar Jackson plays well, bud. And it, I'll give him that. He can throw outside the pocket when, like, a play breaks down and stuff, but I, I don't think he's a consistent pocket passer. He doesn't have to be. It's not his game. Yeah, but that's the problem. Teams in the playoffs will stop that. I'm telling you, when teams when the playoffs comes, they're gonna make. They're like, hey, we're gonna keep you in the pocket, and that's the problem. That's my personal if, like, problem. If I, Colin I, Kaepernick, if I, Colin Kaepernick can make it to the Super Bowl, I think, I I, I think that Lamar Jackson could potentially make it there once. Maybe I twice in his career too. Crazy. How many times? How many years has he had a chance to make the Super Bowl? Just three. Well, yeah, he's only been in the league three years. But I won't even really count his rookie year because he didn't even start the whole year. He only started the half of the year. Didn't he go six and two? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he, he was phenomenal. Yeah, I'm not denying that he's a good athlete and everything. I just don't. No, think no, no, he, he's a good quarterback. <laughs> I don't think so. I, I'm telling you. Because, I think, I do you think not think so because he's got more to his game than just throwing the ball? Don't you think that – I'm not saying he's a horrible thrower, but he's not – Okay, so my Josh, question – All right. Before you ask that question, all we're saying is we're trying to find if there's some way to neutralize Lamar Jackson. If there's some way a defense yes, – not, 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 not that he's a bad quarterback, all right? He has a different playing style. It comes down to a choice of preference of which playing style you prefer. We're thinking we have this theory 
that there's a defense and a defensive coordinator that can find a way to neutralize Lamar Jackson or shut him down and throw his game off. Well, Until then, have. he'll they continue to be a good quarterback. But go ahead, John. Yes, he has amazing capabilities. He's a good athlete. He can run. Yes, John. It, 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 we're not trying to hate on Lamar Jackson, but go ahead, John. No, no, you know what? You guys answered my question. You both think he's good, so I'm done. <laughs> but but I all but but I also think there's a defensive coordinator out there somewhere that can scheme up a plan and a defense to neutralize him and win against the guy that's going to be effective every time. I think there's a way to stop him. Okay, there's, there's a way to a way stop, to stop every quarterback and every player in the NFL. All right. Okay. Well, let me ask you something. What do you guys think about Patrick Mahomes? I already told you my prediction. I think the Chargers are going to win that division. Okay, so Patrick Mahomes is also overrated. No. Okay, well, is he a good pocket passer? He's a, he's a top three quarterback, yes. Okay, so is, is it possible for teams to game plan and beat him and stop yes. him? Everybody has a bad Sunday, yes. Like, look at the Super Bowl. Okay, so I'm not going to take – a couple games in Lamar Jackson's career and kind of write him off. That's that's all I'm saying. But my thing is, it's not it's nothing against Lamar. It's more of when the Ravens lose, it's because they don't run the ball well. Okay. Because when the He's Ravens got Mark Andrews and Mark Andrews to throw the ball to, and his number one wide receiver is basically a number two on most teams in the NFL. Struggling number two. I, just, I, just think of, I think if Baltimore had the Sean Watson, they'd be a different team. That's just all I gotta say. You're 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 talking about a bona fide top five. Do I think Lamar's top five? No. That'd be like me saying, would Patrick Mahomes make the Ravens better? Sure. Would Russell Wilson okay, make the Ravens so, better? Sure. Would so Deshaun what? Watson? Yes. So what do you got Lamar as your top quarterback? Top 10, top 15? He's around 7 or 8-ish. So would you go Lamar over Dak Prescott? Yes. No. I don't believe Why? That. What's your opinion, David? What's the question again? Would I go Lamar over what? Dak Prescott. No, I got I got Dak, Pre Dak Prescott. Over Lamar Jackson. I agree. So is yards more important than touchdowns? Well, hey, how many yards passing does Lamar Jackson have? Hey, so quit, it making is. Up, well, quit making up excuses for no receivers. Has Lamar, Lamar Jackson thrown for 3,500 yards? No. Did he not have 50 total touchdowns in a season? 36 of them through the air? Dak Prescott's most was 30. And he did that with 4,902 yeah. passing yards. So how come it. Lamar Jackson can throw 36 touchdowns and under 3,500 yards, but Dak Prescott cannot throw 35 touchdowns throwing 4,902 yards? Because he also has Ezekiel yet. Oh, and he also went 8-8 eight and eight that season and did not win his division, and Lamar Jackson did. But Dak's a more consistent passer. He's had over 4,000 yards every year. He's, he's more consistent throwing the ball with a spread in the second half. So in the spread, we'll just go by this year, okay? So Dak Prescott <clears throat> had 600 yards in the first half, 
or in the first quarter, 400 in the second quarter, 200 in the third quarter, and 800 yards in the fourth quarter. Those were Dak Prescott's, and those are rounded, by the way. I don't actually know the exact numbers, but those are rounded numbers, right? So what does that tell you? That Dak Prescott falls off in the what? The meat of the game. And most of his yards and most of his production comes when? In the fourth quarter. I agree. A lot of his production, because like against uh, David here, Cleveland Browns, he did have a lot of those. uh, They had a lot of those garbage yards. But that was mainly this past year. He and this year before, I think he did have a lot of garbage yards. But hey, what's going on, Rob? How you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. So, do, so would you have uh, Lamar over uh, Baker Mayfield? Yes. Okay. You know what? I'll go Lamar over Baker Mayfield because. That'll get Mayfield something to prove. He still got to. He still got to. He still got to prove that he can get on that level, so to speak. I got. I got. But the problem is, Mayfield and Lamar Jackson. They're they're two totally opposite playing styles. They're both good quarterbacks, and and again, it comes down to a choice of preference. Yeah. Now, do I pre- now do I prefer to have Mayfield over Lamar Jackson? Yes, I I I prefer to to be with Mayfield. Yes. Okay, last one. What about uh, Kyler Murray or Lamar? Right now, Lamar Jackson is better. Okay. Let's just wait and see on Lamar Jackson. Let's see how far he gets. But I, you know, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, what? If you're gonna, what's the term they use? If you're gonna. Uh, Break the bank on him and give him, you know, seven years, fifty million. Why, why don't you just give him fifty? Hey, why don't you just make him the highest paid quarterback in league history? Give him seven years, fifty million a year, three hundred fifty million dollar deal, whatever the hell that comes out to. Okay, just break the bank on the guy. Okay, do it. So hypothetically, let's say the Ravens don't get a wide receiver next year. All right, let's just say they keep. They keep the offensive weapons that they have now, minus Mark Ingram. And this guy puts up another 3,100 yards through the air, another 1,000 on the ground with another 45-plus touchdown season. And let's just say the guy wins a Super Bowl. What would your argument be if he was signed for $50 million a year? Well, he's got to win a Super Bowl first, and he's not going to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. His, so stop, his career – John, stop going there. His career is very, very similar to the start of Peyton's career, except he's got a little bit of a better start than Peyton. The only thing that's different is that Peyton was a pocket passer and that Lamar Jackson runs the ball. But in terms of them losing in the playoffs, very similar. In terms of how they win their divisions, very similar. In fact, the difference is Lamar started a lot faster. I just Jordan, who's your team? I'm a Pats fan. Okay. You're a what? Pats. New England. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got free agency Wednesday. Hey, hey, there's an example right there. Look at the inconsistency with Lamar Jackson. 
Lamar Jackson goes up against a mediocre New England Patriots team, and New England made Lamar Jackson look like mediocre on Monday and, Night Football. And honestly, in a fucking like, tsunami. And, and honestly, our run defense, <laughs> uh, kind of our, our pass defense was still pretty good. I think it was top five, top seven, but our, our run defense was pretty bad. We, we were right there with the Houston Texans. And Somebody, okay, okay, John, let me, let me rephrase. Let me rephrase my terminology. There's a defensive coordinator and a defense, a team with a defense out there that's going to find a way to stop Lamar Jackson, and they're going to build a blueprint to where all teams can apply the same method, and the guy's going to be stopped at some point in time. My, my, my prediction, my theory, okay, you can argue all you want. You can tell me I'm wrong. That's fine, and I'll just I'll leave it at that. I'm just going to state the facts that Lamar Jackson has the best win-loss percentage for a quarterback in their first three years, and he beat Dan Marino. I can't I, – I won't argue with that fact. Okay, so right now his – it's set over 70% win percentage is pretty damn consistent to me. Is That's that better? Is that better he don't throw the ball like Marino. No, no. No, he does not. But he wins. He, and I think that's what his- matters. He shouldn't have a better winning percentage than uh, Mahomes. He shouldn't have a better win percentage than Mahomes? In his first three years, you said, right? Mahomes has been in the league three years as a starter. Look. Okay, look, go I'm ahead. Gonna, look gonna, look, and look, let's find out. I'm going to end this nice. right here. How many – How many is is Lamar, Lamar Jackson comparable to Mike Vick? No. No, because he's a better passer than Mike Vick. I don't. I don't think so. Statistics how many super, Mike has only ever had one season over 60%. Lamar Jackson now has two in three years. I think I think Mike I th- I think oh. Lamar's a better underneath passer. I think Michael Vick's a better downfield passer. Michael Vick completed under 60% of his throws. Lamar Jackson completes over 63% of his throws. Well, speaking of deals, Josh Allen's going to probably be getting a big deal here soon. Yeah, I'm sure he will. So Lamar Jackson is 30 and seven, and I'm looking up, and Mahomes is 44 and nine. So that's pretty comparable. Yeah, but I think that's I think that's including the year Mahomes didn't play. No. No, that mm-hmm. Mahomes only played, I think, one game. So yeah, I guess he's forty-three and nine because he played that one game the year he set out with Alex Smith. It's yeah, he started fifty-three games. He's forty-four and nine. Yeah, and uh, his first year, he only started that one one game when he came in when Alex Smith was the quarterback. Well, Lamar didn't come in until the end of the season. Yeah. His first year yeah, either. And play like eight games. So- Here's here's my thing to the argument, and I am not a Lamar Jackson fan in any way. I call him a running back and bust John's balls all the time. Dak has been around five years now. How many how many times has he been in the playoffs? Mm, what two? And Lamar's been playing for three years and has been in the playoffs all three years. There's yeah. something to be said for that. And I mean, I'm a sad Dolphins fan. We haven't seen the playoffs in a long time. Don't matter who our quarterback is. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll give you that argument that you know Lamar makes the playoffs. 
So there's a lot to be said right there. So I think if the if the Cowboys could back up the Brinks truck and pay a quarterback that took them to the playoffs twice, I'm okay right. with the Ravens backing up the Brinks truck for Lamar. Whoa, right. whoa, 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 whoa. You want to break the bank for Lamar Jackson? You ready to you're ready to go all in on the guy? I would I, I'll tell you, I'm gonna be honest. No, 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 no. I, I gotta say this why it's on my mind. All right. I can speak about my team, the Cleveland Browns, and I can speak about Baker Mayfield. I'm gonna be real honest there. And this is just this is stating a fact. I know for a fact that Mayfield is not capable of carrying a team on his shoulders and carrying the team all the way and winning the Super Bowl, like a Brady, like uh, like uh, Patrick Mahomes, like uh, Drew Brees did it one year. Uh, whoever God. else you want to – like an Elway. Now, whoever else you want to throw in there, Joe Montana, okay? Yeah. The only way – Mayfield would have an opportunity to possibly reach a Super Bowl and possibly win one is if he's got a reliable defense that's going to bail him out and is going to make plays and get stops. But to do it all by himself, no. Now, he has an offensive line, so there's no excuse for no offensive line. He has two Bell Cal running backs. He has receivers. He has tight ends. There's no excuses now. He has pieces around him offensively. Defensively, we give up too many points. But even then, now now, now let's go back and look at your quarterbacks that were Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Who else won a Super Bowl that that didn't win it on their own? There's a couple. Jeff Hostetler. Jeff Hostetler. Um we can throw we can throw uh, Nick Foles in there, I guess, too. But if if you think Lamar Jackson is going to win a Super Bowl all on, he's not going there. It's not happening. I'm not saying he's going to carry it, but hold on. Can you agree that getting to the end game is getting invited to the dance? Hey, if if Lamar if he takes you to the dance every year, hey, if. If Lamar Jackson reaches a Super Bowl and makes it there, that, that's an outstanding accomplishment. Even if he don't win it, it's still an accomplishment to me. It don't take really? away from a good season. Um, yes. That's fine. So he, he gets you in a position to get there. That's why I don't have a problem with paying him because how many quarterbacks are overpaid that don't oh, put you in a position to get there? He's going to get paid, but is it going to pay off? We're going to have to wait and see. And we me, can't compare, We you know – I wouldn't compare the Browns to to the Ravens. Look at all the talent the Browns have on the offensive side of the ball. You just said it. Lamar doesn't have any of that. His best offensive player right now is Mark Andrews, and he drops the ball a lot. And that left. So if they so if they did get him some pieces, maybe he would look a little better. But I mean, I remember me and you, Dave. We had a conversation a while back when the Browns lost to the Jets. It was the COVID game. All your receivers were out with COVID and, and all that stuff. So we've seen with what no talent talented receivers will do to a football team. All right, then then the, the best way I can – well, yeah, the New York Jets, they stack nine in the box. They force us to throw. We had practice squad players that never played a game in their life. Absolutely. That didn't know, 
that didn't right. know what not, route to run. That, that, so, that was the game you I had an offensive lineman sign with the team back, six hours before the game. Get, getting back on Lamar Jackson, as you were saying, I mean, he, again, the fact is he has a different playing style, and it comes down to choice of preference. I don't prefer it. His style of play, his prototype quarterback, if you want to call him, his type of quarterback has never won a Super Bowl. Name one one player, his caliber, his playing style that's won a Super Bowl. You can't. Now, argue closest, that fact. The, the closest thing to that playing style that won a Super Bowl is Russell Wilson. Yeah. Scrambler guy, but Russell's very good at avoiding hits, and Russell's a good down the field thrower. Wilson makes outstanding throws from the pocket, and he stays right. in the pocket. But he's all he's you know, no, I've seen him run around like a rabbit. All over the field. Many only, plays where only, he ran for only, 55 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Only if he has to, Lamar Jackson drops back in the pocket. And he's takes got off. one, he's got one read. If that read's not there. He's taking he off, off with it. Yep. You can't. He don't go through progressions. Come that, on. That's, that's the, I didn't say he did. That's the difference. That's the difference between him and being like a Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson. So Wilson, Wilson, Wilson you can't first. you can't compare Wilson and, and Lamar Jackson. Wait Lamar a second. Jackson, how many yards? No. Lamar how many yards Jackson did Wilson throw his first two years? How many? Yards, how many yards did Wilson throw his first two years? He didn't need to. They had a little Legion of Boone defense. So it's okay for Wilson to throw under 3,100 yards, but it's not okay for Lamar Jackson while he's also running over 1,000. I mean, I'll give you that. They both didn't have weapons when they – because Wilson had nobody on offense outside of him and Marshawn Lynch when he came into the league. So, See this pot. This podcast ain't dead, man. We're gonna get this shit cranked up and heated up right now. Switch Dak to the Ravens and then put Jackson on the Cowboys. Guaranteed, Jackson would have won some playoff games, maybe even a Super Bowl. With that defense. What about okay, that? Okay, 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 John. You want to crown Lamar Jackson? You want to crown him that he's gonna come out on top of the AFC? If I had a what crown, happened to him in that divisional round against Buffalo? And Mayfield didn't do any better against Kansas City, all right? And I'll tell you why. L l let me bash on my quarterback, Mayfield, a little bit. Against Kansas City, when Cleveland had the ball back, a first and 10 on our own 20 with eight minutes left, we picked up one first down. After that, Kansas City blitzed. And Mayfield panicked under pressure. And, and and couldn't complete a pass, and we and we had the punt. So Mayfield crumbled under pressure. So I'm not saying that my quarterback was incapable of doing it either. But this Lamar Jackson, you want to crown him? Okay, good. Let's crown him, everybody. Lamar Jackson will win a Super Bowl. There. You like hearing that? Okay. There we go. Say no, I was enjoying us talking about him. <laughs> and I'm not even a Lamar fan. <clears throat> Dak barely won games with probably the best offensive line receivers and running back in the league. Jackson had shit and won games. It goes hand in hand, though. I mean, Lamar has a defense. Dak don't. Plus, Dak also has terrible coaches, too. 
That's a comment there. The Browns couldn't even beat Chad Henning. Ouch. Gosh, why would you let Chad Henning run for, what, 14 yards? <laughs> and get it on because, a fourth and one. It's not, even, we it's not even a young Chad Henning. It's like no, because we, because we didn't have a defense all season in Cleveland. That's why. There's no containment. Our defense can't. Our defense in Cleveland was incapable of stopping anybody. They had no intuition. They had they they had no good play instincts. They couldn't uh, they couldn't predict the play. They, they we we had de- we had horrible defensive play calling. That defense was not capable of disrupting the pass, creating turnovers. The only game that defense rose for an occasion was the playoff game at Pittsburgh with four interceptions. That our defense did have a game there, but other than that, I can't give our defense any props at all. And Kansas City was the better team, period, even with Chad. Oh, let me comment on this on my buddy John's comment. He said Dak was going to be MVP if he didn't snap his ankle. He wasn't even top four before he got hurt. And there's no way. Didn't he lead the league in yards for like four weeks after he was out? Yeah, he was on pace like 6,500 yards. I get it. They were all, I get it. They were all garbage time yards. So would you say 6,600 yards and going seven and nine is more impressive than 48 touchdowns, four picks, and going 13 and three? How do you know they would have went seven and nine though? Because they were like two and six. I even added them a win because they were already one and three. And then Andy Dalton won him a game to make him two and three. Yeah, so they were they were what finished six and ten with Andy Dalton, you, and Dak's a lot better than Andy Dalton. So then, why did Dalton have a better win percentage this year than Dak? Dak only played what four games. All right, so I mean, in that four game, he had a two a two fifty, a two fifty. Well, he's technically one and two because he didn't. He was technically that. one and three. He got hurt in his fifth game. Oh, I thought it was his fourth. That's okay. Andy Dalton has more playoff wins. <laughs> no, he don't. He has zero. <laughs> he just wanted to say it just to make a I funny. Say it. <laughs> I like Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton made AJ Green. That's why we're not talking about uh, AJ Green being a free agent. Well, I mean, Geno Atkins, I think, is going to be a free agent over there, too. I just I don't think Dak would have been the MVP. I think the way Aaron Rodgers played, he deserved it. Yeah, I agree. I think I think that was John, who was also a fellow Patriots fan, mm-hmm. being a smart a smart Alec. Yeah, he said he doesn't give a fuck. He's just a Pats fan. Rodgers yeah. Rogers just needs another uh, receiver. Does he? I, think they, I think they need help on the defensive side. Yeah, but. I mean, they're just a receiver away, I think, from even even if they don't fix their defense. I think they're a receiver away. I mean, not, not not every team needs to have two number ones. They don't need a number one. They need a guy that can just consistently, like, produce. Like, they got Adams, and then it's just, like, nobody after that. Well, I mean, Lazard yeah, and Marquez okay. played pretty well this year. I will say they're uh, tied in, had a big year. I don't think he had that many yards, but he had a lot of yeah, – 11 touchdowns. Yeah, hey, come on, man. The the one year that New England had a number one receiver was when they didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was when they had Randy Moss. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you don't necessarily even need a number one if you got a quarterback. 
super yeah. good quarterback like Brady. What else do you have freaking Tom Brady too, though? I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that far apart from Tom Brady minus the Super Bowls. I mean, yeah, they're both Hall of Famers first ballot. They're both crybabies. And it just gives me an opportunity to say fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least I know I don't have to go into season with uh, Jared Stidham now. <laughs> no, I think Cam will have a better year this year. Hopefully. I think so, too, with the offseason, you know, getting the opportunity to have another season under that offense, I think things will be a little better. I think Maybe change the, some of the offense around, too. Get him some weapons up there, too. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Read this comment real quick. Miami's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd love to debate that fact, but. You know they didn't make the playoffs last year. So who do you who do you want the Dolphins the uh, draft? I want them to take um, Lamar Chase at number three. So you want them I, to get a receiver at three, or would you like to trade down and get more picks and then get a receiver like mid first? Nope, I want them to get it. I want them to get it, get the best receiver in the draft. Okay. So you wouldn't. That's get not what he actually wants. He wants. He wants Miami to trade three first rounds to uh, yeah. and a third round for Russell Wilson. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, that, is, that is true. I'd or take Russell wants, Wilson in a heartbeat. Or he wants Deshaun Watson, probably. No, I don't want Deshaun Watson. I hate Deshaun Watson. He you has no he has all he has all the stats, he's got all the skills, but he has none of the heart. I don't want Deshaun Watson. So you want to take Deshaun Watson over to a Tango Haleva? Nope. Wow. Tua got me out there doing the Hawaiian war dances. I'll give two of that. Two over the, I'll give two of that. He's made for Miami. He don't turn the ball over. And he's, you know, everyone forgets. I was saying it all year. He was one year off of major hip surgery. Again, same thing like with Cam. No off season. Couldn't really work out because he was still hurt. And, you know, I don't care what anybody says. Devontae Parker's a bum. So let's get him a receiver. Let's get him a running back. I think it'll be all right. Yeah. They made a move and, and grabbed an offensive lineman, too, somewhere I saw. They, this, for uh, the guy from the 49ers running back, is he a free agent? Mostert? Uh, no, he used to play for the 49ers, but he went to Miami last year. Breda? Breda, yeah. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think he's up for free agency. Oh. He didn't do shit with him. Miles Gaskin was the was the bright spot as far as Miami had it running back last year. And that Lynn Lynn Bowden Jr. Lynn Bowden or whatever, yeah. Yeah, they picked him up as a running back and they were using him as a receiver. Mm-hmm. Huh. I like I like Miami's tight end. I think he's one of the most underrated in the Gusecki? Yeah. I used to watch I watched him at Penn State when I used to watch college football. I haven't watched college football in like two or three years. Do you think really? the uh, you think the Dolphins are going to sign a backup for Tua? I hope yeah. they re-sign Fitzpatrick because I've heard he's retired. Yeah, there's it's kind of wishy-washy with him. One week he said he wanted to come back, and then last week I was hearing something about him retiring. But I think if my I think if Miami offered him a couple bucks to come back, I think he'd re-sign. Speaking of retirement, did you guys talk about the uh, Drew Brees? Oh yeah, right in the beginning. That was my that was my first that was my first fuck Tom Brady of the night. <laughs> so now we got 
Rivers and Breeze are both retiring. And Big Ben Ben should retire. Mm, He's back for one more year. So the the, the difference between, like, Ben uh, and and we'll just say Breeze because Breeze kind of played this way, but Ben showed the ability to kind of change his game up and and, uh, kind of play to what he's able to play at right now. Because obviously his arm is not nearly the same as it was in 2018. You know the elbow surgery. So like Ben, Ben's capable of changing <laughs> things up and going to a much different style of passing than you got. You got Dave's attention with Ben's arm. <laughs> he said he threw us four interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's thirty nine years old, man. You don't think his arm's gonna lock up when it gets cold? And he starts throwing ducks. And he's and he's not an off season worker at all. Well, Brady's what forty three. Mm, yeah, I'm gonna be forty forty four in August. We're not comparing Roethlisberger to Brady. That's not a comparison. Who won the division last year? The Steelers. Who was their quarterback? Ben Roethlisberger. But who won the Super Bowl? Was he not first in the league in time from throw to from snap to throw? Yes, he was. Did he not have statistically one of his most efficient seasons of his career? Oh, yes, yes, he did. He also had 30 touchdowns and I believe 13 picks, maybe a little less. I'm not 100 percent sure. But yeah, he changed his game up and he tailored it pretty well. He also was forced to throw 200 plus times. In a matter of four games, because his running backs couldn't move the football. Yeah, I did see one game. I think he threw it like fifty-six times or something, something crazy. Yeah, that you can't do. That you can't be doing with Ben out there. You can't be throwing the ball fifty times a game. They got to get him a running back, help him out a little bit. Well, that's how uh, Joe Burrow did against the. I mean, he's much younger, but he did that against the. I believe it was actually against the Browns, like week two. He threw the ball like sixty-one times or something crazy. Yeah, there's no reason why your quarterback should be throwing the ball that much. Unless you're behind the entire game. I think if Pittsburgh gets better running back, helps him out a little bit that way where he doesn't have to throw the ball 50, 60 times a game, that arm will be just fine. He'll get through the season. Yeah, they just need – they had no running game last year. I mean, now I think a lot of – the people said it's the running backs, but I don't know if it's the running backs or it's their offensive line or – because I thought they had a pretty decent offensive line. But I guess they're all getting older, though, too, because they – their left tackle, I believe, is a free agent. Well, I know their Marquise Pouncey, he was pretty old. He retired. Yeah, that he retired, and then their left tackle, Villanueva or whatever. I guess I, I think he's a free agent. And then they lost uh, their right tackle before last year, Gilbert. I want to say he was like left in free agency and signed with somebody. So they're I think at the revamp. I think that I think the big mistake that the um. The big mistake that the Steelers are making is not bringing back Bud Dupree. Yeah, I kind of said that too because he made TJ. I mean, TJ Watt's good, but he made TJ Watt like it was easier for TJ Watt to do his thing. I would like to read this comment. Hey, I heard Baker signed a multi-year contract with Hefty for their trash commercials. Yeah, Baker don't need the money now with all these commercials. Look at this one from. Big Ben is like an emotional support animal. 
I actually didn't see that one. That's funny. I didn't either. That's I started scrolling back up through. Uh so here this is this is the one I, I knew Miami traded for an offensive lineman. So they traded with the Titans yeah. for last year's it was their first round pick last year. So I don't know if the guy underperformed that bad or what. Uh what I heard is he had an attitude problem. No, Flores will fix that, hopefully. Um this is I believe this was Nico over on the Warzone page. Big Men's going down with a fight this season. Last ride, Victor O line, draft Harris. Um ATN from Clemson or Williams from North Carolina running back, sign a veteran running back like Adrian Peterson, or even bring Bell back. Um, don't bring uh, Bell back. Yeah, I don't. I think he's, I think Le'Veon Bell is done. I don't think he's got anything left in the tank. Although I wouldn't mind the signing of Adrian Peterson. He's still he got, did. still got the spunk. And then Frank Gorge getting up there in age. Both about what forty seven now, sixty seven, something like that. They're both he's old. gonna keep. He's gonna keep playing until his kid gets drafted, so they can play on the same team. That, that might be even more real than like Tom Brady still being in the league because he's. I mean, he's a running back, and running backs their careers are short. This is pretty funny too. Here's another comment from Rob. Uh, shit, I slapped a Baker Mayfield sticker on my vacuum and it sucks more now. <laughs> Rob, is the, Rob is the Steelers fan, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Dave, he's, he's ready for you. <laughs> so, so, Dave, how would you like a, a how would you like a package deal for Stefan Gilmore for OBJ? Nah, keep OBJ. I'm an OBJ fan. But the you Browns yeah, I mean, uh, well, the New England Patriots don't need him any either because, you know, if if Odell Beckham Jr. is not successful in Cleveland, why do people have this concept that he's going to be successful with another team? Explain that to me. Well, he might not just fit their culture or whatever. I don't know. I mean, he no, has- that you no, know, that that's a reach. Because know. Cam Newton, because Cam Newton can throw the ball farther than Baker Mayfield. I don't know. He just he just hasn't even before uh Kevin got there, I mean, he wasn't doing good with the Browns. I just don't think of him and Baker Mayfield gel well. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, and they got they got so many weapons too on offense. Like they got Jarvis Landry. That kid from uh Michigan played pretty well. Peoples Jones and then they have Rash- don't they still have Rashad Higgins under a contract? Well, no, he's they don't know if they're going to re-sign him or not. I mean, they they might be letting him walk the free agency. And they also got them two tight ends. They still got David Najuku and uh, Austin Hooper. And then obviously yeah. Kareem Hunt. Yeah, they got both. they got both of them. And Jar- Jarvis is a, is a number two. He's not a number one. Yeah. And Andrew Barry also said that, that he has no plans on trading Odell Beckham Jr. So, uh, plus – Odell Beckham Jr. is coming off a blown ACL. Nobody's going to want him now, anyways. New England would be stupid to want him. I'll take. I'll take him. Yeah, I would take OBJ even for Stephon Gilmore. I'd do it. I mean, since nobody wants him, I'm sure we can give like a third round pick for him. I don't think. I don't think OBJ would be that expensive either. Like as far as contract wise, I don't think he's really making a whole ton of money. I was looking at it earlier. 
He's team friendly, man. He's he's like Tom Brady. Yeah, I want to say he's making like twelve million. I think that's what it is. He's making twelve or thirteen or something. I think I did see that. Yeah, he's not making what he. I mean, what he could be making. Sean says that he's sprinting now, so um, his uh, recovery is looking pretty good. Wait, what do you guys think Kenny Galladay is going to get since he's like the top free agent wide receiver? Because I've heard rumors that uh. Detroit offered him 18, and he wanted to stay in Detroit and turned it down. So if that's true, that means he maybe wants 20 million. I actually can't wait to see him without Matthew Stafford. So, and I think that's going to set the market really high once like he gets signed and stuff. So Odell Beckham is 18 million a year. Okay, oh that's his average per year. Yeah, I guess he makes a decent amount. Because that's what the, I think that's what the franchise tag is is roughly eighteen million. So I, I don't know. I, I think I don't. I don't think that he's the top free agent. I think I got Alec Robinson ahead of him and yeah, uh, Chris Godwin. But I think Godwin will be going back to the Bucks. Well, Godwin got tagged and Robinson got, got tagged. tagged. Yeah. So Kenny yeah. Oh, that's right. See, I keep yeah. forgetting this. Shit. Yeah, John. John slept through that portion earlier. Yeah, I still I slept through it after he reminded me. Here I'm looking the the Saints restructure Taysom Hill's contract, four year, hundred forty million extension. All years are avoidable, and it's a mechanism to free up cap space this year. Saves the Saints seven and a half million. Are they going to re-sign Jameis Winston? I wonder. I can't believe they're paying Taysom Hill that much money. Because they're they obviously Drew Brees is done, so I'm kind of wondering if they're going to go with Taysom Hill or if they're going to re-sign Jameis or what they're going to do. Because they're that much. That much money, they better be going with Taysom. How much is he making? 140 mil. 140 mil? <coughs> here. I'll throw it up on here. Whoa. What, do you get a contract extension? Uh, restructure. He's making 100. How many years is that? So four years. So there it is right in the middle of the screen. Wow. So he's making 30 mil? No. Yeah. 32, million, 33. 35 million a year. That is voidable. Or Taysom Hill? Yep. That's crazy. I thought you would only make like 10 million or something. Holy cow. So I think um gosh, why would they give him that contract? I mean, he what's he then the fourth or fifth highest paid quarterback in football? I don't know, but I could find out. Because I mean, you got you got obviously Patrick Mahomes and Dak are the highest, and then I think Aaron Rodgers is right around that range. So he might even be the third highest. Jared Goff's up there. Yeah, you're talking about the voidable thing there, John. Huh? I didn't think he'd be making that much. That's crazy to get him. So back. Russell Wilson's contract is 140 million. So, which is one, two, three, four. So he'd be tied for fourth with Russell Wilson. Wow, that's crazy. And that's a guy that really hasn't proven yet. He's like a full time quarterback. No, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy. They gave him that much money. So yeah, I guess they are. No wonder why they're up against the cap so hard. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, I thought they were only paying him like. You know, like ten to twelve million, like great. That's crazy to give him that much money. I mean, I know he does a lot. I mean, he kind of plays tight end receiver, special teams, but crap. 
So Joe Garcia wants to know what we think about Corey Davis to Baltimore. Yeah, he's up there at the top free agent wide receivers. I think I got him in the same. I got Kenny Galladay number one. Juju's up there. Uh, him and Wolfel are kind of in the same to me. Curtis Samuels in that mix too. Him, him and uh, Corey Davis to me are kind of the same. They're two different receivers, but they're kind of that same tier. Corey Davis on Baltimore, you know, I mean, it, it would it would help them, you know, but yeah, I think they need to just draft a guy. Yeah, this year's receivers are pretty good too in a draft. Yeah, they need to draft a guy. That's, that's I, what I, I think. I think a guy that would fit their scheme really well is Rondell Moore. <laughs> but the thing with him is he at Purdue, he didn't really run routes. So I think that could scare a lot of teams. He wasn't really a route runner. He was just, hey, get him the ball. He runs a 4-3 and he's explosive. So All right, man. Well, I'm about ready to check out here. So, that what we think? Yeah, I'm down. Down to yeah, check we're, out. We're at two hours. We did good. Brandon <laughs> Jordan on it extended the show for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, the last hour. was great. Jordan, Jordan, what's your last name? Mine. Yeah, Davidson. Are Are you in 32 NFL teams war zone group? Yeah, I'm in that group. I'm in that. Yeah, one. that's where I found him. I wonder if I've ever tagged you in there or not. You're a New England fan? I must have tagged you before. Yeah, you tagged me in. You're the one that uh, tagged me in here and the last week. I was in here uh, I th- last week or the week before you tagged me in here, too. Yeah, I, I tagged the shit out of as many people as I can. I'm sure I've tagged you millions of times. Yeah, right. you did because we were trolling the uh, Buffalo Bills saying a couple weeks ago. Okay. All right, thanks. Thanks for coming on, Jordan. Yeah, yeah Jordan. Had a great yeah, time. Man. It's always nice when we can get new blood on here hey. and get some, some fans on here that aren't Browns fans. Hey, hey, uh, John, let me go down and make my comment. This has been another 32 NFL Teams Warzone Group Productions. I'm going to go out. Yep, go ahead, buddy. See you guys next Sunday. Thanks a lot, Dave. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thanks, Jordan. Thanks yep. again, John. Yeah, Jordan, had a blast, buddy. It was fun. Yeah, it's like I said, it's nice to get somebody different in here. We'll have some news uh, Friday, I guess, Wednesday, Thursday to talk about next Sunday. But all right, man, we're checking yeah. out here. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and click you out. Bye, Jordan. Thanks for coming in. No problem. And, uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, man. Well, it was fun. Yep. Had a blast. This was another go around. So for you guys out there, go ahead over, check us out on YouTube. Um, we're working on putting up some short clips from the beginning, the earlier ones. There's, we had some pretty funny moments throughout here and there. So we're trying to snip them out and just throw them on there so you could have little bite-sized samples of us. Uh, outside of that, I started sending this up as an audio podcast again to Anchor, and it's on Spotify. It's on a whole bunch. I'm tired. <laughs> what yeah, you got over there, bud? I'm ready to call it. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, if you like the music in the beginning, um, go ahead and add my buddy Brandon James. Uh, you know, follow his band called Cruel Bomb. You can find them on YouTube as well. You know, comment, like, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. And if you guys want to support the channel, go ahead and donate to us to the link in the bottom. But that's it. I'm the Hawk.
And I'm the fat man. Fuck Tom Thanks. Brady. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>